what is going on you guys and welcome back to another video i want to quickly go over two stocks to buy for you guys i'm actually probably not going to be buying either of these but i do think they're very fair suggestions for you guys and i want to throw out a canadian one and a u.s one and um yeah hopefully you guys like the, like the picks and you can let me know down in the comment section below um let's get started with stock number one i hope you guys enjoy uh it's the company amera ticker ema uh, dot to and as we can see from this chart a very slow and steady grower. This is, of course, a utility play. We'll take a look in a moment. I've actually opted for Fortis over Amera, and you'll see why in this video. But I do think Amera is a very fair choice, uh, maybe to complement up. Uh, maybe if you don't like Fortis or a stock that I've been buying, maybe this is a good good suggestion. I, I say that because the stock has sold off as of recent. It has picked up, actually, down about 13% off highs. But these, these utility stocks are ones that I think are so good to monitor and have on the watch list, where because of how steady the the nature of the business is they tend to just truck up truck up along you know up and to the right and then you do have these periods where it offers a bit of more value when you buy uh, you see the yields creep up uh, amera is a stock that is currently yielding five percent and, and when i see a stock like this ping above five percent that's in my radar for me to start looking at it again like hey that is a very very attractive starting yield we're actually going to look at the safety of this dividend because this is where i have a slight slight concern uh, nevertheless, I still think it's it's worth a look. If you guys are not familiar with Amera, um, this is just a big, 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 big utility play. And they're here in Canada as well uh, in the States. But they basically provide like electrical utilities, gas utilities, again, to a lot of places in the world, but particularly Florida. You'll see actually Florida is a, the biggest portion of their business. I believe they call it Florida Electric or Florida... Um, Oh, Tampa, Tampa Electric is what their brand they operate under. They also serve Atlantic Canada. These would be their two biggest demographics, but they're essentially getting utilities across uh, North America for the most part. Again, I like to just think of this as your typical utility play, but one that does get a little undercovered relative to uh, maybe a Fortis, just because that's kind of the name you think about. Nevertheless, I'm jumping over to Simply Wall Street here, which uh, again, I find is a somewhat valuable resource when doing your research. You get this little snowflake chart, which kind of shows you um, where they excel in, where they don't. Uh, they have a very strong past. They have a very nice dividend offering uh, what they believe to be a value with the stock dropping off. Here are some of the pros you could argue. So they're trading at a uh, below their fair value estimate. They're expected to grow their earnings by 10%. Earnings grew by 71% over the past year, but there are some well, trading at excuse me, I skipped over that, trading at good value compared to their peers in the industry. I think actually, you know, the entire industry is trading at a good value. Again, Fortis is a stock that I've been buying, FYI. Um, move that over here. Fortis as well, we've seen pretty much come down. They're all following a very similar pattern, the entire utility industry. I think what happens there, FYI guys, is, uh, you know, th these stocks tend to be these, this is just tangent, but these stocks tend to be, uh, a lot of people will seek these for yield, right? They'll seek these as a supplementation or a, or, or an alternative for, for, for yield, really, at the end of the day. And now that we see these interest rates keep climbing, 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 Bank of Canada announced another hike, uh, I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Well, there are some, essentially some risk-free or safer investment vehicles out there, whether it be a GIC or whether it be a treasury that are now offering attractive yields. And as those climb up, these do tend to get hit. They kind of move opposite of each other, right? If you can go get a safe, you know, 4% yield uh, on, on a bond, less of an attractiveness for a stock like this, which does carry a, 
a risk premium. There, there is risk when investing in, in equities versus, of course, bonds. So if you can get a comparable yield now that they're a little bit higher, well, these do become less attractive. And I think that's one of the reasons why these stocks have sold off. Uh, and Mara in particular, why I think this stock isn't quite uh, as exciting to me as Ford is. I was taking a look into this as I don't own a Mara, just FYI. It's just been one that's on my radar uh, and I've chosen other companies in the space. But a couple of things that really jumped out to me that really worried me about uh, a company like this. Uh, for me, for one, this is their most recent earnings report. I look at this long-term debt and we see $15 billion, okay? $14 billion in the previous year. This has increased to 15 billion. They do take on a lot of debt to finance the operation really at the end of the day. And in order to deliver these utilities, it's a very, very costly business. Yahoo Finance is a good way of kind of um, looking at this. If you don't like looking through the actual recent reports, FYI, on Yahoo Finance, you can just type in Amera, um, go to the financials and you can toggle between these different ones. But these do just jump out at me. And when I see the debt numbers at 14 billion and again, climbing, it, it is quite costly. You then come over to their, um, well, you could go here on the cash flow statement, but as well as on their earnings report, you see a big part of their their cash every every quarter is just paying down this debt, repaying down this debt because they have so much uh, essentially to finance, so much debt and so much um, liabilities to finance. A lot of their cash flow goes towards this. In fact, one of the kind of scarier things is this company actually posted a negative free cash flow per share over the past little while. You see the free cash flow coming in here, negative per share, negative four versus they pay out $2.58 per, per share in dividends. It's not crazy, crazy secure, I would say. And with that big, big debt looming and that big, big debt overhanging, again, that's not necessarily a reason why I wouldn't invest in the stock. It's just something to, to consider that there is a, a big liability in that sense and money has to go there. That said, do I think that the stock is going to cut their dividend? Um, I don't think it's the safest dividend out there. I also don't expect them to, to cut it tomorrow. I guess only time will tell. But for me personally, I've opted for Fortis, but I do think Amera is still a stock that does look attractive at these levels now that it has uh, sold off. I know you guys always love the Canadian pick. So there's one for you that I have been eyeing. Again, won't be adding it to my personal portfolio. They trade for $54 and 17 cents today. The second stock is another one. Uh, this is a good one that I haven't talked about for quite some time on the channel, but it is Microsoft. I think Microsoft is a good uh, buy at the moment, but say they're trading for $244 USD and uh, pretty much like all of the tech stocks they have sold off. Now it isn't all too, down too bad, down about 25, 30% uh, relative to some other tech stocks. And I think that just goes to show the, the quality uh, of Microsoft. You know, we always hear about the FANG stocks and why they're such, you know, powerhouse companies. Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, Microsoft d d definitely belongs in that category. In fact, a lot of people look up to FANG and think FANG is the way to go. And hey, these are the, you know, the premier stocks out in the market. And Microsoft is, is without a doubt uh, better than at least a couple of the stocks in the FANG uh, uh, grouping. You know, if we're going to include Netflix in that, we, we sure as heck should include Microsoft because although I don't own the stock at this point, I think it's just as powerful as a long-term hold as, for example, a Google, which you guys know I am very optimistic on, uh, and Amazon as well. Microsoft is up there and Apple. Apple's a little more consumer heavy, which I think I, that's why I don't kind of categorize it with the Googles and the Amazons, not that Amazon is as well, but uh, nevertheless, Microsoft, I think is a stellar, stellar hold for the future. I've been seeing so many videos and comments about, um, you know, AI and, and chat GPT. And as I'm sure you're all well aware, 
um, you know, they're actually increasing their stake. Okay, so this isn't just a first time investment. They've already owned a, a smaller position. I believe it was a billion dollars prior in um, OpenAI, which is the company behind ChatGPT and some other AI projects. But uh, they're looking to increase this. And this is just a minor headline type of thing. What I think a lot of people forget is that, you know, this isn't their first foray into AI. Like all of these companies, and I say all of these companies, I'm talking here like Google, I'm talking here like um, Microsoft, for example, you know, they they have AI already incorporated into their business. They're already using AI in, in many, many ways, in many respects. I think a lot of people naturally look to these smaller plays for AI, like, oh, what are these smaller companies that I can invest in that might get bought out or may, you know, take it to the moon. And, and while that's fair, as you guys know on the channel, I've always been in the belief that you can get exposure to these growing, exciting fields by playing it via... Uh, a big boy like this, um, a big player in the space that gives you that exposure. And uh, Microsoft would be a very clear way of doing that. Even looking as far as something like an NVIDIA, um, which is, I believe, running actually quite well right now uh, over the past little while. A lot of these semiconductor chip companies have gone on a pretty big boom um, since their since their sell-off. Well, this one's up 50% over the past you know few months or years, excuse me. And um, the, these, this is what I mean by playing more or less the bigger companies. This is more niche, but the bigger companies all have their exposure to AI. And and I've done this many ways, whether it's in EVs or whether it's in um, whatever the case is. I like looking for the big companies that have that exposure. And I think I would look no further than Microsoft in that case. Over on Morningstar, we see trading at a 22% uh, discount as of January 25th. Again, I think it's just a... Uh, whether it's a deep, deep value right now or not, it's a fair price to be paying for Morningstar. I mean, for uh, Microsoft, excuse me, today. This is one of the more quality companies out there, one of the best in terms of their uh, credit rating and corporate governance. Um, Satya Nadella out there has obviously done a really good job with, with the company. And to me, they're really one of the more pristine businesses out there that you, you can own for the future. For 10 years out, I expect Microsoft to continue doing what they're doing. And again, to be clear, not just because of AI, it's a, you get your exposure to AI, but Microsoft, whether it's Azure, whether it's uh, any of the little realms that they operate in, they, they dominate Microsoft, Google, I think are both very attractive buys right now, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there for you guys. These are kind of a couple stocks that I'm personally looking at. I know this one wasn't a crazy in-depth uh, review for you guys, but more or less just sharing what I'm looking at. If you were in the market for making some purchases, I do like uh, these two stocks, Microsoft a little bit more, but I did throw in Amera as a Canadian alternative to a Fortis, which again, you guys know I have been buying. And if it were me, um, I'd be loading up on Fortis stock, which again, I already have. Actually, timed this one pretty darn well. I, I believe, I forget the exact date I bought, but I was buying kind of on this downtrend and it started to pick up again. That's all short term, that doesn't really matter. I'm thinking here five, 10, 15 years out, as this chart continues trucking along to the right, fingers crossed, we'll be looking to buy along these dips and lock in the 4% yield on this one or Amera assuming they're able to keep the debt manageable, which again, I think is natural. These companies do just operate with a high level of debt. Um, it just comes with a little more risk in my personal opinion, which is why I went for this one. But hey, I hope you guys like my suggestions. Uh, sorry for the quick little video. It's just kind of what we had to uh, do today. I got a busy, busy day ahead and a busy month it's been. So with that said, guys, 
Thank you all for watching. If you enjoyed, give me a thumbs up. Let me know what you guys are watching uh, in terms of stocks and what stocks you guys have been buying down in the comment section below. Would love to see that. If you are new to the stock market this year, you want training, uh, you're like, hey, I want to do this right this year. I've been doing bad or I haven't started. I need that push, that leap. Do check out the Investing Academy, of course. That is our program, okay? Um, this is uh, our website. There's obviously me and my dad if you're new to the channel. Um, my dad is part, big part of this channel. You have a video here with a bunch of student testimonials or students going through, um, you know, all sorts of stuff. But we could walk you through literally step by step. And if you go into the training, a lot of people ask, about, you know, how this works. Well, this is obviously behind a paywall because, um, you know, this is for students. But we have our student dashboard here and we have a variety of different programs all included where, you know, we have stuff for complete beginners. We have a more advanced intermediate course. We have a course on your mortgage done by... Uh, Robinson Smith, uh, the man's dad founded the Smith Maneuver, uh, Cornell, we got all sorts of fun things, we do webinars, we have all sorts of tools and resource kits, there's Adam Bourne, yeah, this is just uh, one little snippet of the actual education piece, and every, obviously we've tried to build everything, uh, to give you guys everything you need, but of course, that is that first thing down below if you'd like to go check that out, but as always, I thank you guys for watching, I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you in the next video.